1: Happy Wednesday. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on right now for new customers. Throw down $5 on an NFL game. And if your team wins, you get $200 in free plays to deal with what you want. That's cool. All right. We're going to talk a little bit of uh, teams ducking Arizona, which has clearly become a duck. And uh, not an Oregon Duck, a UCLA Duck. And we're going to talk a little bit of recruiting. I'll carry that because John Schuster doesn't follow recruiting. But you know what? I'm sure Schuster will have some quips from time to time. There right might be there. quips. Yes, that's and that's what we're going for right here. Oh, goody. So, all right. So here's the deal. As everybody knows, Arizona was supposed to play UCLA uh, last week. That week between December thirtieth and January second. Yes, right. exactly. So um, and UCLA has a COVID outbreak. A lot of a lot of teams having COVID outbreaks. We get it. So uh, UCLA then uh, had to cancel its game against Arizona because they all, when their COVID re-entry policy, they only had three days to get ready for Arizona. I actually, you know what? I stuck up a little bit for UCLA right there because, quite frankly. I'm, you know what, when you're playing a team like Arizona, you'd like to have more than three days when you've been on, what, a 10-day pause? I get all that. Fair enough. But, here's where they don't get my backing and where they're certainly not backing the A. UCLA uh, has now decided that they are ready to play and that they are playing Thursday against Long Beach State. Now, Arizona does not have a game this week. Arizona, I can say with good authority would like to play UCLA this week. UCLA, who did not play Arizona before, it, because of COVID concerns, was able to find a game against Long Beach State. At that point, I can't defend you anymore. I think you're just ducking Arizona. Arizona's feared again, I think is what that
0: shows. Okay. There's a I'm 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 going to try to go as far out on the limb as I possibly Do can. Do it. Yeah, yeah okay. dude, the branch is long. Because uh, the, and, and, and the branch needs to be long none of that makes sense. Why, why would UCLA, a legitimate top five team in the country, mm-hmm. duck Arizona at this point in time? Is it because they're afraid they're going to lose and it's going to hurt their seating in the NCAA tournament? I think it's a two- What's their- what, Why? Well, because
1: it- Well, I think it's fairly simple. I mean, if you haven't really practiced in like 10, you want to play Arizona at full strength. I don't know that they're necessarily ducking Arizona per se. I think that they would like to play Arizona, but I don't think that they want to go into that game at 80%. I don't think they want to go into that game at 75%, whatever. I think they want to go into that game at 100%. Because why in the world then, if you're say you have to cancel the game because of COVID, and you know what, oh, we're not able to reschedule because of COVID. Oh, we found a game against Long Beach State. Okay, is it
0: possible here? Is it possible that because I I can't I that's that, that, that seems like that's perplexing strategy to me to a team that is one of the three top teams in the conference unquestionably. Mm-hmm. That is um that, that 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 has a high ranking that it deserved. There was a final four team last year that has shown a resilience on a consistent basis already. I'm not saying what you're saying isn't wrong. I'm just I'm just is it I'm just trying to find some odd possibilities here to explain what it is. Understanding that Arizona is showcasing a willingness to change its schedule, travel, to try to fit that game in, which I think is great. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it possible that UCLA, because they're in the state of California, or locked in LA as a whole, in that area, is saying we don't want to play teams from out of state, so we're going to play teams in-state that we think are abiding by a different set of protocols, and Long Beach State fi- fills that category more than the out-of-state team Arizona, even though I understand Arizona hasn't had any outbreaks. Ari- and Arizona been an literally a-
1: is the—I epi- a- mm-hmm. would agree with that if we're talking ASU. Arizona is literally the epitome, though, of
0: teams that have had no
1: COVID issues okay. whatsoever from last year to sure. this year.
0: Okay. But, all right, you just brought ASU into this equation. Are they ducking ASU as well? Um, Why would they duck ASU? But they're not playing ASU. ASU was on that schedule, too. Well,
1: correct, but ASU can't play now. ASU's on COVID pause. Okay. Um, Here's what I think this, this comes down to. I think UCLA is very good. Obviously, UCLA has one good win on its resume right now, and that's against Villanova. They got absolute and again, I think UCLA, if you were to tell me the UCLA is gonna win the national championship, I would not be in the least bit surprised by that. I don't think you would either. Um, but they're gonna have one good win. Let's say that they play Arizona and that they're at eighty percent because they haven't been able to practice and they lose by fifteen points at poly. That's a that's gonna be a t- that's gonna be a tough one to be able to reconcile if you're looking for that number one seed out west, especially when you're dealing with Arizona, especially when you're dealing with Gonzaga. Who a team that's already beaten you big. Correct. Yes. I think it really comes down to that. I because I believe if you wanted to play that game, I think you would have played that game. I don't I I see absolutely no reason that you cancel the Arizona game because of COVID protocol and oh, by the way, four days later we're able to find Long Beach State when Arizona is clearly ready to play. Okay, what's going on with USC? That I don't know. That's uh, that's another. Well, they no, they're actually playing. Uh, who are they playing? That's a good question. So right I there. mean, go ahead. Know, actually, mean, I'm done, because
0: USC is as good as UCLA is. They're uh, they're 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 a top ten team. Maybe there's an opportunity out well, there too. Well, here's the
1: problem though: okay. is that USC is playing uh, uh, California tomorrow. Okay, so they've got their yeah, they, schedules they've for, got Yes. Okay. UCLA. So Arizona the
0: can't world. fit in. Can't fit in USC going out to LA, but UCLA has openings that it could have taken advantage of, and and they've decided to play Long Beach State instead of an available Arizona team, which granted is a curious move. So, 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 so you think UCLA would? Doesn't mind playing Arizona, but strategically they for want to be a hundred percent. They don't want to be. It doesn't benefit them right now, so they're yes. making up nonsense. Correct. To I believe that, um, I, that I, I believe that's exactly what's okay. happening. Okay, if you were Arizona, what would you do about it? Would if if there's a rescheduled game, uh, let's say a month from now? Uh, would you play it or not if there would you would you be willing to go to Poly and play it or would you tell Ucla we're not playing that game in the regular season to try to play one upsmanship unless you play at a neutral site in like Las Vegas or something like that or I would Quartzite, you know what since it's halfway between Quartzite. the two yeah there is is there a gym in court <laughs> there's, there's got to be one and if there isn't Blyth ain't far away You know, it's a good
1: question. I I would still play them, obviously, because here's the thing. Arizona I think at the end of the season Arizona's got a couple good wins already on its resume but I want to play I'm, I'm from the old Lute Olsen school the one thing that I've never understood and I think is a total bunch of malarkey is when somebody like when Miller would come here and they would say oh I don't want to play. I don't want to play out of conference games uh, because I might know this person or something or you know what there's really no benefit to it no that's all crap there's benefits to it. First of all, let's... And this is a little bit off topic. I'm going to tangentiate just here slightly. I will uh, allow. Yes. Miller would always say, well, I don't want to coach against... I don't want to schedule anything with Kentucky because I know John Calipari. I don't want to schedule anything with so-and-so. That's all crap, dude. I'm sorry. You can still coach against your friends. Lou Olsen was good buddies with Roy Williams. You know what they looked to do? They looked to test each other as much as they possibly could because they knew that they had two top 10 programs and they weren't weenies about it. I'm total. I'm, I, I've never understood why you. Plus, you have a better idea. If I go against a really good team, they're probably that's well coached. They're probably going to try to expose some of my weaknesses. And so
0: that's one thing that I've never understood. And then what was the? Other? It's also it's also while while you think of the other, it's it's also a you're ripping off the fans. Yeah. And and as I have gotten there, there are schools of thought in relation to. Benefits when you get into the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. and one of the thought processes has been that it, that playing tougher non-conference teams. Mm-hmm. This has always been a philosophy of Gonzaga. At Gonzaga, it makes sense because their their league isn't very good. Right. You know, consistently isn't very good. So they want to try to schedule as many top-flight non-conference games as they possibly can. However. Putting the exception of Gonzaga aside, I don't think once you get into the tournament that playing those games necessarily is going to make you better in, a one, in the one-and-done scenario. However, what it does is it allows the fans to get hyped for major non-conference college clashes uh, prior to when you're playing your league teams you know, throughout mm-hmm. the course of the last half of the season. So, if you're playing Cal Baptist all the time, uh, as opposed Cal to Cal Baptist finding, gets a lot of run on they this they, <laughs> they and and really it isn't their fault. They're just and <laughs> e- they even have a good record. <laughs> they they so, mean well. So so with uh, so yeah. so so with deference to uh, Cal Baptist, you know, if you could get Kentucky or Kansas or Duke or Carolina or any of a number of those. Types of top flat Villanova, et cetera. Uh, during your non-conference season, you aren't always necessarily showcasing it to make your uh, opportunity to make a deep run in the tournament better. Mm-hmm. But what what you are doing is giving your fan base some cool games and giving your players some cool games as well. And and as you're attempting to break some of that down, you know I think those are those are good things as you're trying to. Set up a program. So that's a lot of the tangent in regards to uh, what is going on here. But since you have called out UCLA and you believe that UCLA is strategically ducking the A right now, who is responsible for this? Is it the coach? Is it the athletic director? Oh, I think, I mean, I, th- I think it's both. It's not the players. No, I don't think it's the players. I think it's both. So you think they were in cahoots to say, we don't want to play Arizona right now. Correct. And and, and, and if, that, and if there that was cahoots, me. it had to be the coach because the athletic director do- doesn't know necessarily Correct. where the players are. And even, and, and even, we're talking about UCLA, quote unquote, 80%, which in and of itself is uh, mm-hmm. curious, given that all the players on that team are probably feeling just fine. Correct. Um, uh, but but, the, uh, but it is a little bit different though when you're not able to
1: practice when you're not able to drill for ten days or whatever it is.
0: Do you think that was um, separately as you're as we're working around to what it was you wanted to get to here? Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is the, basically what I wanted. Uh, to get do here. you think that was part of a problem with Arizona's performance the other night against Washington that they hadn't played in a while? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do. This These these kids aren't pros. I
1: don't really buy the argument in the in the pros where they're like, oh, well, we didn't play for four days or whatever. Dude, you're a professional. You're 29 years old. I think it's a lot different when you're dealing with 18, 19-year-olds who... You know, while you know, I don't necessarily worry about the conditioning, but it's just different, I think, for these kids. Again, I think that you wouldn't. You, I think it's fair to say you probably wouldn't be getting UCLA at its absolute apex. But again, I still believe that eighty-five percent UCLA can beat any team in the country.
0: Okay, so even at the e- even even at the moment where we're pissed off at UCLA because, in your opinion, UCLA is ducking Arizona right now. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? So, so you don't mind if you if there was a way that Arizona could play UCLA in
1: February? I'm still playing them. Um, I believe that I believe that at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for your program, and I think it's better for Arizona to play UCLA whenever they can
0: play. Despite UCLA, UCLA
1: being a bunch of yes, yeah, I do puke bags. because at the yes because still I'm not, and this is something where Sean Miller would definitely take his ball and go home. Um, I'm still playing them because you know what, even though I'm annoyed by what you're doing. I don't have a lot of opportunities to play a team like you. Um, so yes, I would still play. Plus, here's the thing. I can beat you. You Now, again, UCLA might beat Arizona. They could very well beat Arizona, especially in poly, but Arizona can win that game. And I come out of that game knowing a lot more about my team. Because even though Tennessee is good, even though you know Illinois is good, UCLA is a different animal. I, you know, that's, I'm not, I'm not breaking any new, I almost said I'm not breaking any wind right there. Hopefully I'm not. (laughs) But, uh, um, yes, I would still, I would still play that game. I'm just a little annoyed that they were able to find a game though, um, and when they mm-hmm. said that you know yeah. they needed to be getting when Arizona could
0: have could when it takes Long Beach State as long to drive from their venue yes, to Poly yes. as it does almost Arizona yeah, right. to fly the, the whole from thi- Tucson the whole, to get there the given whole thing, traffic the whole and the whole thing rest of it.
1: Doesn't make a ton of sense to me. But you know what? We'll we'll see. What does make a lot of sense to me though is the DraftKings sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. Great deal. Here's what you do. You throw down five dollars on an NFL game if that team wins i almost said if that team scores if that team wins you get 100 or 200 dollars in free plays to do with what you want John Schuster do you have any uh plays that you're uh,
0: coming up that you're looking at this week uh, what, what, uh NFL NFL, NFL, games? NFL games are Saturday
1: by okay. the way Okay all
0: right the NFL by the this, way yes this is yeah yeah that that's our good true. friend
1: Kevin Woodman uh-huh. will always get annoyed by the Saturday or the Thursday game because he said it
0: takes away from Sunday no it doesn't <laughs> That's true. Ken, the only I, thing I love, thing th- no, 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 more the football better. That, the only thing that it does is takes away from the announcer cliche when they're when when they're calling a college game mm-hmm. and they're saying so and so is going to play on Sunday mm-hmm. and Monday and Thursday and Saturday right. and oh, welcome right. to the new NFL. Right. So that doesn't work so much. Right. He's not just going to play on Sundays. Right. He's going to play on a bunch of other days mm-hmm. as well, including this Saturday. Last week of the regular season, the way that I would approach this is that teams that have to get in, bet on them. Mm -hmm. And teams that have nothing on the line, if those matchups exist regardless of what the line is take the team that has to win right for sure so that's the direction that i think i'd go this week all right that there you go
1: and by the way 21 and up eligibility restrictions do apply you got a gambling problem call 1-800-NEXT-STEP they'll get you all taken care of and they'll get you right back to the trafficking Sportsbook (laughs) app once you're all taken care of right there again eligibility restrictions do apply all right we're gonna get into a little bit of recruiting here um, so I got about five targets right now and you're going to like these targets. Too, I'm looking I'm forward bre- to targets. Here's why I have John Schuster on. Cause I am mm-hmm. going to, and every time I say John Schuster, the dog Bruno looks up <laughs> like, Oh boy. But, um, what a bonus day yes, this is for all of us. Yes. So, all right. So here's the first one and tell me, tell me what you think of these breakdowns. first. Mm-hmm. Arizona's number one target by a mile is a kid named Kylan Boswell from Phoenix, uh, or excuse me, uh, California native. He's one of those Phoenix prep schools right now. Um, he's going to be visiting. Uh, air, uh, he's going to visit in the next month or so. Arizona and Illinois right now are kind of his favorites. Illinois, or it's hard not to make Arizona the favorite. I've seen this kid a few different times. He's quite good. He's not a great athlete, but he's very heady. He's. I guess if he doesn't really play quite like him, but if you want to call him a poor man's Mike Bibby, he's a guy that'll play probably in the NBA, probably a two-year type guy, very much has a Gonzaga type feel for it. Okay. But right now, he's a he's a kid that's a McDonald's kid. He's a kid that or that would probably be Tommy Lloyd's first real uh, you know, entry into the big time as the head coach. He wouldn't be here until the following year though. So Kirk Kerisa would be theoretically a senior when he arrives and um, honestly, I'm uh, the, that's that that's the kind of kid that I'm totally cool with. I think that you're gonna be, and let, well, let me just read all the all the okay. kids and then we'll go down. Okay. Uh, and I'll let you I'll let your wheels turn a little bit. All right. All right. The next one is Matas Buzilis. Steve Robinson, U of A assistant coach, saw him last week. Kentucky had a bunch of guys there. It's going to be a tough pull. Arizona's trying to get him on campus. He's 6'9, 175. Sounds like the kind of freshman that Gonzaga pulls in, <laughs> in the red shirts for a year. Then you got Dusty Stromer, 6'6, 180 out of California. Really tough kid. Arizona, UCLA Gonzaga. Arizona's right there. Um, really good shooter. Again, tough kid probably a top top 45 top 50 kid nationally now you got two other kids that are going to be fascinating Tyreek or Tyrese Proctor he's an Australian guard at the NBA Academy Arizona's been on him the longest trying to get him on campus but this is a kid that when his recruitment is done could end up being the best player in the country he's a a little bit of an outlier right here and then you got KJ Lewis this is a kid that Arizona's really high on Tommy Lloyd went to see him Tuesday um, Lloyd generally doesn't go to see or mess with kids that he's not super interested in is probably gonna be offered here shortly. All of these kids, when you read their bios, and the only kid that I've actually seen is Boswell, very fascinating. They are all get very high grades for being very cerebral players that can all shoot. And I think that's really I mean, you look at it and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And you've been watching Gonzaga basketball and admiring from afar for a long time. That is essentially Gonzaga basketball to a T, right there. All right, let's
0: let's. It's it sounds like a good list. I will. The Aussie is fascinating, obviously, because he's the one that you don't have any real gauge on. He could be phenomenal or he could be a bust. Right. You know, which and and there are probably examples of both of those. Uh, But I I like the idea of of that list, but. One of the things I would be curious about, and it, it kind of dovetails into what you and I talked a lot on the postgame show with Washington the other night. There's a concern with this lineup about Arizona's physicality. Mm-hmm. You have had an understandable concern about Gonzaga's physicality over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do you think about is Arizona miss is, is Ari- <clears> there? <throat> Saying the word "mistakes" is probably mm-hmm. wrong when you have a program up in Spokane that's been to two finals in the last mm-hmm. five years. Um, but is but is Arizona undervaluing physicality mm-hmm. in its recruiting approach right. uh, for skill set, or is that something that? just isn't an issue in regards to that. Let's use this team for an example, okay? I'm very curious about how this Arizona team matches up with USC. Right. Assuming that game ever mm-hmm. happens. USC is a great defensive team with length. How would they play? And and then beyond that, it's all theoretical. We see what happens in the tournament. Right. Uh, physicality was a problem for a while with Illinois. Physicality mm-hmm. was a problem through a, a good portion of the game against Tennessee. You look at a team like Houston, you look at a team like Baylor, you look at, uh, you know, there, there, there are a lot of teams that approach basketball a little bit different who, are, who have the athletes to get into your face and bump you around mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, is this recruiting core that you see potentially able to stick up with that? Is their skill better than physicality? Or is Arizona undervaluing a player or two who maybe can fill that
1: void? You know what's weird? Like there are so many similarities I think between Gonzaga and what Arizona was under Lute Olson. In the one thing that I that I never I never really loved about some of the Lute teams is that, especially when he transitioned to more of an up tempo, the big men were very they were skilled, but they're generally outside of a Michael Wright. There was very little physicality in play. Now, the 2001 team obviously was different because you had... Lauren Woods didn't need to be physical. He could just block your shot. It didn't really matter. But there was always... But it also helped that he had a compliment. In Michael Wright, which was absolutely perfect for him. Yes. But there was always... I'll give you an example. Channing Fry. Channing Fry was a, a very good college big man. I never felt, though, like that Channing Fry was a overpowering or dominant big man. It, it just didn't seem to be what loot really went for at that point. And I think that was to their detriment at, at uh, certain times. There were times, I think, in the—I uh, want to say it was against uh, Oklahoma in one of the N.C. where they had, like, I, th- I think it was Aaron McGee that just basically just bulldozed Arizona. I want to say, like, 2000 and—gosh, I'm dating myself Jewish right here. Two-ish, maybe. Two, some, something like that where you just couldn't stop the guy. Um— I think Gonzaga—but Arizona really never had problems, I would say, athletically on the wings, obviously. Yeah, here I go, Of you know, breaking news right here from Mike Luke on the AC Wildcats podcast. But what I—Gonzaga uh, was a little bit different in that when you watch the game against Baylor, and this isn't really—because I lost our Gonzaga. I mean, I've, I've, I threw up that white flag a long time, about three years ago. But— there was a clear athleticism difference still. Now, again, Baylor is the best team in the country. But Gonzaga is essentially getting all the players that they want at this point.
0: So, And this year's Gonzaga team, I think, is going to be hurt come tournament time. Because they're going to find out with not having Suggs is a right. big deal. Not having a top five kid who went to the NBA mm-hmm. is a right. big deal. For, really, yeah, really, it's right. a shocker. Huh? K- losing Kispert's a big deal, but most importantly, I think they've got two really skilled inside guys who can score a lot, but they don't have a physical presence who can get rebounds mm-hmm. necessarily when they have to. Right, and that could be something that's that that that's a problem for them as they try to make another deep tournament run. And I'm wondering if Arizona's going to suffer from many of the same mm-hmm. issues once they get into. Uh, a tournament run, but, you know, that's what you're staring at this year. One of the things that, you know, and, and this was the case, I think, with Olsen as well, and so if you're looking at an Olsen and a Gonzaga parallel, you're looking at the Gonzaga team that Mark Few you know had with Adam Morrison that overachieved isn't nearly as good as the teams that he has now correct you know uh mm-hmm. the when 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 the the team that took Arizona to what was it uh, triple mm-hmm. overtime and right. Salt Lake City Blake in the second Stapp round and like Richie Fromm and all those guys that yes. team is not Right. What Gonzaga is putting on the floor now. Right. Gonzaga is better now, gets better players mm-hmm. than it did then. Mm-hmm. They were able to coach those players, they're able to coach better players, it gives them a chance to make consistent deep runs now. They 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 don't need to back down to anybody, they're not a plucky program anymore. Right. They're legit. Right. But are they still physical enough to be effective? Right. Or do they have to make up the difference? Uh, and, you know, with other components. And last year, Suggs was physical. Right. Uh, That that gave them something in the backcourt that I don't know that they had had before. Right. So, is Lloyd going to recruit in a Gonzaga model and maybe, you know, not have the physical presence that can be helpful on the roster? Or are there going to be players here and there that he's going to try to pluck that uh, maybe— Try to improve that a little bit because at Arizona you should be able to eventually at least, and I know there are still right. sanctions, but eventually at least be able to recruit some of those players if that's that what you're looking for. I think that's what you gotta look for, and I will keep you up to date on the AZ Wildcats
1: podcast now. Uh DraftKings Sportsbook app. Five dollars down right now for a new customer. And you know what? Bet on an NFL game, and if you win, you get 200 dollars in free plays. I keep going back to this example, and I will go back to it again because I'm not very smart, and at the same time, it's a good example. <laughs> look at the game last That covers week. both. Look Man, did men. you just
0: you covered the head and the tail you're, on the coin? Look, if the coin lands straight up, you're in trouble. Right. But if it goes heads or tails, you just you're you're in good shape. All right. So you got Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. last week. I've heard of him. Right. Mm-hmm. Very good.
1: Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is on the Green Bay Packers. I've heard of, I've heard that. Yes. Some people think it's the Golden State Packers. They're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's wrong. It just is. It just is. Yes. He's going against the Minnesota Vikings. Mm
0: -hmm. Who I've also heard of.
1: Yes. Now, Kirk Cousins is not Aaron Rodgers. That's But Kirk Cousins is also much better than Sean Mannion. (laughs) I would have looked at that game and said, you know what? Mm. I really like the Packers' (laughs) chances of winning this game. Boom! $5 down on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You would have gotten $200 in free plays. Now, one thing before we sign off, and we'll be back with you tomorrow, hopefully talking about an Arizona makeup game that's been scheduled. Not UCLA. Losers. But, get on to the PHNX locker, phnx.com, and get these Back the A shirts. They're going like hot cakes right now. I'll look all over Twitter. We got people buying them. They're putting their receipt on there to prove it. Not that we needed their proof, but you know what? When you back the A, it's also a sign of integrity. It's a sign of way of life. And check it out. All the Phoenix merchandise on there is absolutely fantastic. Oh, and by the way, if you get a membership at GoPHNX, You get a free shirt as well. These things are good. These things are solid. Make it happen. And we will be back with you tomorrow on the AZ Wildcats podcast.